You know, I didn't expect that the first episode that was recorded and came out in 2021 would come out several days after a failed coup on the U.S. government. And I really hope that this intro ages well in the one day between me recording this and it being published. I hope all of you are staying safe. I hope that all of you, uh, when you listen to this, can take your mind off whatever is happening. Uh, I care about all of you, and I really hope things are going well. This is a very fun episode. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Bye. Hi, everyone. It's Joe. Um, I have special guests here with me today, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hannah. Uh, it's me. It's a Hannah. It's a me. Hannio. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Autumn is also here. Mom Wong. Uh, uh, and we. Sorry, go ahead. No, nah, you go. <laughs> no, you go. No. I, sh- no. I shall never do so. Fine. Uh, we have right. a very. You did it again. What were you saying? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying get wrecked out of my breath. Ah, okay. Can I talk now? Am I good? I'll give it another moment. Yeah, I got nothing. You can go. Okay. So we have a very special topic with you today. For you today. With you to God. We barely started and talking's already hard. Uh, we're talking about manga today. Because last week we did anime. So we might as well talk about manga and really relish that uh i don't know the pickle of a weeb i guess uh relish the pickle of a weeb sounds way too dirty you're really stretching that metaphor it's getting away from me someone talk (laughs) what's up gamers (laughs) today we're here to talk about manga the manga that we love the manga that we like maybe the manga we hate Ooh. The manga of our history, the manga of our present, the manga of our past. Manga of our future. Oh yeah, I meant to say future, but I said past, didn't I? Yes, well. Oh well. That's fine. The the, the manga of our future past. Oh yeah, there we go. Saved it. Sounds like a Marvel movie title. <laughs> the manga of future past. Yeah. Wasn't that a character on Aqua Teen Hunger Force? I don't know. I only ever seen one episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and that was the one with the the voodoo guy. I don't know that one. The Alright, chicken. No? Okay. No. Nope, never watched so, it. Someone listening will get both our jokes. But, uh, yeah. Autumn, why don't you start talking about uh, your favorite manga from the past? My favorite manga from the past? Uh, there's a lot of good ones. Like probably my f- like why would consider at the moment to be my favorite would be Berserk. Mm. That shit's good. It makes me feel bad, but in a good way. Like you know. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I, don't know, I, I actually haven't read manga in years because um, I just got out of it and I have been too lazy to go to my local library. Mm-hmm. Well, first, let's define manga for everyone so people know what we're talking about. It's a Japanese comic books. That's how it, it was introduced to me. It's yeah, pre-anime. That's pre-anime. <laughs> well, not always. I think not always. The, I think the manga for Fooly Cooly came out after the anime. Yeah, same thing with like uh, Madoka. Huh. You don't mistake. I don't. Anyways, yes. Uh, just comic books written in a certain style, read right to left, Japanese style, kind of opposite what um, you read American comic books except american comic books have kind of started fucking with that too yeah which so. was such a trip in middle school when i got into manga like dealing with that but then i got like really into manga and read it a bunch and then i I'd get like, a normal book and be like what the fuck is this yeah how, do, how am i supposed to read this <laughs> and that does happen to me sometimes when i'm reading comics is i forget what order i'm supposed to be reading stuff i'll be on twitter Someone posts a page of a manga, and I can't tell, looking at the dialogue, whether it's left to right or right to left. And sometimes, you know, they flip it for convenience. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm looking there trying to figure it out. That can be confusing. Trying to figure out where the spine is. Like, okay, it's page 46. So if it's going left to right, or is it right to left? Right, but that also... Did they skip numbers in the start? Did they count the title page when you first open it as page one? Or is that like Roman numeral one? Oh, that's one of the things I really like about manga. You know, the first page will have a little, the artist will do a little picture and mm-hmm. then a little blurb about the volume of manga. And it usually ends with like, thanks to all my assistants who are super hardworking. I'm just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Here's my volume. Unless you're Tite Kubo. Oh, yeah. Or if, uh, I forget the name of the the guy that writes One Piece, but he'll have, like, in the middle of the manga just, like, you know, question, like, you know, question he was asked, he answers it, but it's always, like, why are you, like, drawing tits so much? He's, like, because they're great. Yeah, Oda, <laughs> Oda is, uh, he, he doesn't hide the fact that he enjoys large breasts on women. That's one of the things I have trouble with. Like, I, I watched, I read the first I think like 100, 150 chapters of One Piece and then I gave up. Um, the boobs are much smaller on the same characters. And then I'm looking at the most recent chapters and they're enormous. Yes. Especially Nami. Yeah, Nami specifically. Like, wow, ma'am, those are those are unmanageable. Yeah, remember and... when she used to wear clothes? Yeah, I do. Remember then... sleeves? Nami doesn't. <laughs> and then Robin, you could argue she just always wore a shirt and now she just really doesn't. Or she does, but she doesn't button it up all the way. Whoever whoever does uh, made her shirts designs a goddamn metal for how like how well those <laughs> buttons are staying on. Those shirts are the real heroes. One Piece uh, hit chapter one thousand today, and it's uh, it's pretty good. That's amazing. Good on Oda for keeping it going so long. He does every other week now because dear God. No one could keep up that rate. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess uh, manga I'm currently reading is I read One Piece. Um, a couple months ago, God, time has lost meaning. Six months ago, maybe seven. Um, I got the hankering to try to catch up by the time we they hit one thousand, and I was at Thriller Bark, which is five hundred. No, three, maybe four hundred chapters in, and One Piece has definitely changed. One Piece used to be a whole lot uh, more simple and lighthearted, and now it is so much more violent. People actually die. It sucks. I mean, Wait, really? Damn! Yeah. That's something that happens with most manga, though, right? I suppose. It'll uh, start yeah. out more lighthearted, and then it'll get really dark. One, One Piece has matured with its audience. So as its audience grew up, so did One Piece, which I like. I, I feel like Berserk did kind of the opposite. I feel like it's kind of chilled out in later chapters. From what I remember from Berserk, it feels like the uh, mangaka went to therapy. Yeah, I, I, I think at some point it's like, all right, I, this is too much. Let's back up a bit. And I, I, I enjoy the recent stuff a lot <laughs> like like the, the the stuff that's like super dark and uncomfortable like that's cool and all but it's like it's it gets to be a lot i can't i i can't i tried to go through it i got to the end of the golden uh golden age i think yeah the one that's kind of like the flashback yeah yeah um and then i i can't go on because i I vaguely remember what comes next with the troll cave and the children and the women. Uh, I can't yeah. I can't deal with that. That part was a rough read. But I know it's also important because like important plot stuff happens, so I can't just skip it. I guess I could just read plot summaries and then Yeah. Just read when he gets on the boat and then read the next ten years of uh uh, chapters, which I think is thirty chapters. Yeah, it's not that many. Yeah. The... What? What? What's the joke? The the video game series that he quits his job to play every time a new one comes out. Idol Master. Yeah. I I don't know why I know I remember that. It was a it was a big meme. Oh yeah. Also, the curse of the boat and manga. It claimed Berserk. It claimed Hunter Hunter. I remember when Which, Hunter Hunter came off hiatus. Hunter Hunter still isn't over, right? No. Well. Kind of. Um, Hunter Hunter got to a point where the author pretty much said from this chapter on, it's you can almost count as a new anime. Or as a new series because most of the plot points pre uh, have been wrapped up at this point. And if you want to stop reading here and now, I get it. Oh, that's interesting. Um. Well, let let me put it this way: the main character in Hunter Hunter is uh, gone. Um, gone has not shown up in any of the manga. The main characters are gone and kill uh, killed you. And they have not shown up in like maybe a hundred chapters, not a hundred, many many chapters. They have not shown up at all in this arc, and this arc has been going on for a very long time. That's interesting. Yeah. 
the main character of this arc is um, Kurapika. Oh. Isn't he I, one of the four main characters? Time. Yes. Well, yes, he was. Um, so the, the main four are Gon, uh, Kilua, Kurapika, and Leorio. Um, but after the second arc, Leorio and Kurapika disappear. And it just kind of becomes the Gon and Kiliwa show. And it's very good. And then they'll show up for other arcs and then disappear. Um, see, Leorio's in the first and second arc. The fourth arc. And that doesn't show up again until like the... Well, I guess if you count Chimera Ant as just one giant arc, then the fifth arc. But Chimera Ant is also incredibly long. It's like an arc with like sub arcs. Yeah, like the Chimera Ant arc has like five or six arcs inside of it. Um, and this is by the same person who did Yu Yu Hakusho, right? Yeah. I did he? I thought he was the assistant on Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh. Maybe he he played an important role at the least. Yeah, I could have sworn it was the same person. I it might I be. It might be. I can't remember if he was the person who did it or if he's the he was like the lead assistant. But... It's Yoshihiro Tagashi, right? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he did Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, he's married to the woman who does Sailor Moon. Yeah, what a power couple. Yeah, they. Have, I didn't know they had kids. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Uh, Tagashi also is like the the reason you uh, Hunter Hunter keeps going on hiatus is the author has so completely ruined his spine um, that it gets to the point where he has problems like functioning. So he takes extremely long amounts of time off because he literally cannot make manga, and he also has a wife and kids. So. You know, gotta get your priorities right. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, he he, he has his priorities, and he sticks to them, which is very admirable of him. Tell them children, though. Apparently, his when he got engaged to the woman due to Sailor Moon, uh, his idea of marriage was extremely loose. Uh, I believe his conditions were: we don't have to see each other. In, uh, at all. We don't have to interact with each other at all. We're allowed to cheat on each other. Um, so basically he proposed an open marriage and uh, the author of Sailor Moon was just like, nope. Nope. Uh, engagement's over. I'm walking. And he went, wait, no, okay, wait. What do you want? I'll go, I'll go with what you want. I love you. Her name's uh, Naoko Takeuchi. Thank you. Not Naoto Takeuchi? Naoko. 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 I wonder if she took his last name or if she's like, nah, I got... I got the star power right here. I think she did not because of brand recognition. Also, she seems like the type of person from what I've heard about her. She seems the type of person who'd be like, no, I'm my own person. I'm going to keep my name. I wonder what she's done recently. I know she wrote a children's book, but that was like a long time ago.
Gosh, I'm trying to remember what my first manga was. I think it was Sailor Moon. Mine was in middle school, and I don't remember. My first manga was Naruto. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weeb. I think I think I started reading Shonen Jump before I started reading like manga manga, but I'm pretty right. sure uh Inuyasha or Rama one half were one of my first. Rama one half was one of my first. That w- had a big influence on me as a person. <laughs> one of my favorite things about Rama one half is that when anyone asks the uh author, like, well, what happens Okay, so the, the plot of Rama one half is uh there's this dude Rama and he fell into a cursed spring when he was training in martial arts and when he's doused in hot water he turns into a girl and then when he's doused with cold water he turns back into a guy yeah okay yeah and so people ask the author like well what if rama gets pregnant as a woman and then gets turned back into a man what happens and the author is just always like don't worry about it it's, it's not that deep <laughs> yeah that doesn't need to be a part of the lore yeah I'd actually, um, my first two volumes of Ranma One Half Viz, I think, I think Viz published it in America. Uh, oh, the the artist for this, by the way, is Rumiko Takahashi. Um, huh? but when it was published in Japan, the first several pages were this beautiful watercolor, and then they just changed it to black and white gray tone when they published it in America, and it's really uh, ugly. So. Yeah. If you're just starting the series and you're taking a look at the manga and you're like trying to figure out if you want to want to read this, the first dozen pages or so are just hideous, and then it goes to the regular black and white. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I'd really like to actually collect the first couple volumes again, um, in quality because I think someone eventually published a nice version. Also, Rumiko Takahashi is a fucking powerhouse. Uh, she has so many like. Really good, amazing series. Um, Inu- everyone remembers Inuyasha and Ranma one, one half for their action comedy stuff, but she mm-hmm. also did like uh, Maison Ikoku, which is about this lady who runs a boarding house. And it's the way that she writes characters and their interactions with each other and how they grow and develop into the different relationships that all the characters have. Mm-hmm. That that's really good. It's amazing. She has right. so much skill. I want to be her daughter. I don't want to be Naoko Takichi's daughter anymore. I want to be hers. <laughs> I think... God, this is this is so weird. I think the first manga I read might have been 20th Century Boys. Oh! You never read manga before that? I don't think so. Because I didn't read it in high school. You never read manga until college? I don't I don't think I read manga until maybe junior year of college. What a shameful excuse for a weeaboo. I know. No, wait. Anime well, club in high school. Uh, in my high school. Mm. My high school had a very. You, you joined if you joined anime club or if you uh, admitted that you watched anime, you were immediately ostracized unless you were Asian. And I was on 
multiple sports teams, so I could not afford the political capital <laughs> that I would lose. But yeah, I don't think, because I, I definitely didn't read it my freshman year. I might have read some of yours my sophomore year, but I don't remember. But I definitely do remember reading 20th Century Boys. Um, that Doro Hidoro. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one manga you bought the first volume of that was about like alien parasites or something and the main character was protected by a bear. Oh, uh, Biomega. Yeah, Biomega. Um, cool. So your then, gateway to manga was curated by my weird interests. Yeah. Hey, speaking of 20th Century Boys, I'm just, this is just some me plugging really good manga authors podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20th Century Boys is done by Naoki Urasawa, and everything he does is amazing, but what's particularly incredible about this guy is all of his faces are just so unique that he draws, and you can immediately, when you see one, you know that he's the one who drew it. Mm-hmm. And he can put such range of emotion and feeling into all of his expressions. It's incredible. He's so good at drawing any expression, any emotion. It can mm-hmm. be so subtle. And it's, it's amazing how he does that with just a few lines. Yeah, I remember. Also, 20th all, cent- of, all of his stuff is really good. Yeah, uh, 20th Century Boys is fucking amazing. Um, It starts... It starts where you're like, okay, yeah, this is this is this is good. Um, and then there is a page, and every person I know who read 20th Century Boys, and I watched it happen several times, they get to a chapter and they turn the page several times, and then they go, Okay, this this manga's fucking great. And it's when um it's the first time the giant robot shows up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's also when um, one of the characters you uh, you it was kind of following just dies, and then you figure out what happened, and it's like, what? Why? Why did that happen? Why did that person do that? And then that's the end of the volume. You have to buy the next one. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Hannah, you did curate a bunch of really good manga for me. But you know what else he curated for me? Oh no, what? Bleach. Bleach. Okay, in my defense. And (laughs) Gantz. All right. In my defense of Bleach, the first first arc where Ichigo and friends go to um, the spirit world, I forget what it's called. Soul Society. Uh, Yeah, go to the Soul Society to rescue some chick. um, Yeah. It is Ruki. I was going to say Arihime. Uh, I thought that was actually pretty good. That was a fun arc. The writing was pretty solid. The characters were pretty solid. Um, Tatsuki definitely should have had powers. That was a ripoff. Tatsuki 100% should have become a soul reaper. Or whatever the humans were. Bleach started out pretty good. Bleach Bleach starts out fantastic. It really does. Up until the end of the Soul Society arc, um, it's extremely good, and then right after that, it's just a nosedive. It it just gets worse, and then just 
never stops getting worse until fake Harakura Town, where it starts to climb out, and you're like, okay, this is really good. And then you meet the guy who shoots wolves out of his guns, and then it just nosedives again. Also, in defense of Gantz, I really like sci-fi and big monster fighting. Fair. Uh, Can't really defend anything else in it, though. Gantz, Gantz gets really bad. And this is coming from someone who's read who read all of Gantz and I think two of the side stories from it. We also watched the movie. We also watched several of the movies. That's true. You could look at Gantz as a truly well-done example of mixing using CGI and actual drawing. Because he poses everyone and then he draws them. Yeah. Gantz is also a really good example of a really good, interesting idea that gets (laughs) utterly ruined by nihilism. Yep. Uh, because every everyone hates everybody else or is extremely selfish, including the main characters. And he does that really actually weird. he does that in more than one of his manga. There's this other one about this um old man mm-hmm. who works really hard to provide for his family. And he's super old by the time he has his kids and his entire family hates them. But what struck me about when I read it, I only read like the first volume or two. But um, it, it's, it's another, like, really cool concept, just like Gantz was. And multiple plot points in Gantz are, like, really cool concepts. Mm-hmm. But then the whole thing is just full of everyone hates everyone. Mm-hmm. And people only do bad things to each other. Wait, is that the one where the old man gets turned into, like, a murder robot? I didn't get that far, but maybe. Oh shit! I, I think I know what you're talking about now. I think I saw the anime. It's in. It's also the I. Uh, I don't remember. The, the anime is actually pretty fucking good. Uh, if I, I think remember correctly, my response to hearing about this thing was, "Oh, this looks kind of cool." And then it was from the creator of Gantz, and I went, "Oh, never mind." It's actually good. If it's what I'm thinking of, I just what, what would it be called? Uh. Oh no! I'm gonna just Google "ama old man robot." Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Inuyashiki. That's it. Uh, Yeah, I just looked up my Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty good. (laughs) And doesn't it's it's not it's the ending. It's like not super nihilistic or nothing. Like I was just done. Like it's really good. Like, just the the main character, that old man. He's just so wholesome and such a good, good, good person. And it, that's nice. And like that kind of sticks throughout the whole story. Oh, um, Zombie Powder. There's another and uh, manga that really felt like it could do something with its plot, and then kind of didn't. Uh, which is what. Uh, the creator of Bleach made before he made Bleach. Wasn't Zombie Power cancelled and so he made Bleach, but he was like, I'm gonna bring over a lot of concepts and almost verbatim a couple of the characters. Correct. The main character from uh Zombie Powder looks almost exactly like Grim Jow. 
who is a fan favorite from Bleach, who uh, who just kind of disappears for a very <laughs> long time and then makes a cameo like it's important and then just disappears again. He's just like there to be hot. You're expecting him to gear up and fight, and then he just doesn't. Well, he does. You just don't get to see it. He he's off there providing support in the background, and then, eh. and they also God Bleach Bleach's ending is so fucking weird. It's really stupid. Like they oh, Kubo. Never has to do anything ever again for the rest of his life. He's he's got that bleach money, but he definitely ended it as like, oh yeah, if I ever need more money, I got a sequel hook right here, baby. Well, he's he's making uh, Burn the Witch, yeah, which is literally um another story in the Bleach universe. He says that, but it has like nothing in common. Um. The end of the preview chapter, or whatever the... I, I can't remember what the first chapter of um, manga is called. Before it's well, officially, like, serialized. Right, there's, like, the one-off, and then he yeah. actually is serializing it. Yeah. Uh, the one-off ends with them hanging a sign that says, Soul Society, uh, Western Branch. Okay, and- but... Y- that's like, I walk up to a football club I guess is where this metaphor is going and I mm-hmm. put up a sign that says like ballet and I'm like technically it's ballet because the dudes jump a lot <laughs> <laughs> close enough wait which football um you know what I'm gonna go with not American football because I like those compilations where the dudes like little jump at each other a bit and then the dude that they're kind of jumping at but not really jumping at fall to the ground like they've just been murdered. Right. Saw a compilation of those and I was like, oh yeah, I love soccer. I mean, soccer is the best. Soccer's. Why actually play soccer when you can fake getting injured? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, Burn the Witch is very eh. It's very meh. It's pretty. Um, didn't he do uh, character designs for the newest Sakura Wars? Yes, he did. They look pretty. Yeah, I was going to say, did that game turn out uh, any good? No idea. Is it on anything but PS4? Doesn't matter. Um, anyways, yes, you would think that he would sit back and do nothing, or he'd become a fashion designer, which is clearly... What he wanted to do with his life. Like, clearly, he just wanted to be a fashion designer. Which I think he's even said in interviews. I think he should. He should. He makes... If if there's anything to say about uh, Kubo, his character designs are unique as long as you don't look at the faces. Like the, yeah. the outfits and styles are all really good, like really cool. I could see him doing a collab with like an actual designer. God, him doing a collab with um, making character designs with Yoko Taro. 
the sheer, <laughs> amounts of, the sheer amounts of horny would be off the scale. That'd be a lot of horny. Would be so much horny. But like horny in a weird way. Like it's like horny, but you feel bad about it. Yeah, I'm not a super big fan of Taide Kubo's horny. Yeah, I was about to say I always feel bad looking at uh, Kubo's horny. It's uh, for I I guess people don't know. Um, he's very big on boob windows that kind of expand. Um, and a lot of his female characters tend to look fairly young and also have gigantic chests or yeah or, or they don't or they don't have gigantic chests and one of their character traits is i wish i had a gigantic chest zombie listen, powder listen taite kubo when he's designing female characters he has a boob slider but it's only at one or a hundred oh the monster factory uh <laughs> approach it's broken um zombie powder has is especially bad we're like care they're just female characters who just casually have double h it's this, uh, this actually slow. reminds me when i was in high school i purchased my manga from a little indie store called hobby monkey okay and I purchased the third volume of bleach which is like pretty sure volume three is the one with the cover that's a remake yeah, because cover number two was Rukia, and the first cover was Ichigo. And so I go to the counter to buy it. And the guy behind the counter who owns this little shop called Hobby Monkey uh, says, how about them apples? I'm 12 or 13. Oh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's Orihime, right? Yeah, it's Orihime. Yeah. She's, like, reclining. Kind of yep. weird. I'll put a note to include the picture. And then another time I go to this little shop and there's this woman behind the counter with a dude and he says, oh, she's my uh, parole officer. What? And I wasn't sure if he was joking or not. So weird. Wait, the owner or someone buying something? No, the owner. Oh. This this, this shop later like expanded to a second location and then immediately shut down. <laughs> oh. In like 2006 oh. or 2007. Oh god, I'm the more I look at this cover, the weirder it is. She's like 16 or 17 in that image. Uh, I'm posting it in chat. Isn't there like a ribbon around her or something? It is a little difficult to tell what is going on with her pants. Uh... <laughs> Or if those oh, are Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to tell if those are part of her pants or if those are part of her underwear. That's underwear my person. Yeah. Yeah, man, how, this just gets weirder now that I'm looking at it as an adult. How does her hair do that? She's leaning up against a wall, I think. That doesn't explain it. Nope, that's that hair is going in two different dimensions, <laughs> and that's not how mm. gravity works. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm so impressed by his uh, Copic marker skills, but I wish that he did better images with which to color them. What is wrong with her left sock? They're different. There's one sock and there's one not sock. Yeah. What is wrong with the not sock? 
It's it, it's it's Kubo starting out his fashion designing. Jesus Christ! It's yeah, like getting some asymmetry in there. It's like, I, how do you describe this? It's like a sl- like a holster for her left foot, and then a ribbon that wraps up to her like mid shin. It's a ballet flat. It's just missing a lot of the essential pieces. Yeah, yeah. Also, th- them boobs are real balloony. Yeah. I guess out of the big three, that's one point to Naruto for having lots of female characters who do not have giant boobs. Yeah, yeah. N- Naruto does does good with that. I mean, uh, I the, I ironically love Naruto. <laughs> the creator didn't know what to do with his female characters, but he definitely didn't draw them with massive boobs. They just made them. Loved Naruto at some point, or Sasuke at some point. I hate Sasuke. Sasuke's the worst. Fucking <laughs> Sasuke. Little, little face. Fucking war criminal who gets let off with a warning. Hey, all forgiven. Wants... Just because Naruto wants to bang him. Yeah, Naruto what? is the most repressed. The happiest repressed kid I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, thinking of Naruto, even the character whose entire thing is that she's very vain about her appearance, which in One Piece and uh, Bleach would be code for gigant- gigantic bohonkadonkers, has like a normal chest size. Like the, um, the, what's it called? The person who's in charge of the place, Hokage, who uh... Naruto calls grandma. Tsunade. Yeah, yeah, Tsunade. She's got big ones, but they're not like they're big compared to everyone else's. Yeah, not... they're still like normal, not I mean, I think they're still absolutely massive, but she's one of only two characters that I can recall from Naruto that had like huge binocodonks. Like they're Who's big, the but they're one? they're not like that looks like this. They're not like that's not real big. It's more like that looks like my aunt big. Like, you know, y'all have that one ant, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I am not going to discuss. Listen, I'm happy. Family members' bust size. (laughs) I'm happy to discuss. All of my family members have normal boob sizes. I believe. I I shouldn't say normal. I should say they all have smaller breast sizes. Yes. Yes. Every breast size is normal. Unless we're talking about One Piece, where there's no way. Nami or Robin could support breasts that large. There's no way they could just support their bodies. In I, real life, all boobs are normal. Oh yeah, but like no boob shaming. Just in uh, in One Piece, they're they're everything like the boobs are bigger. Everything else is so small. It does look painful. It looks so painful. God. Pros to being flat. That reminds yeah. me. That reminds me of one of the worst web comics I ever read for a while. <sighs> Dominic Tegan. Because there's a reoccurring character who keeps going to fortune tellers, and the entire joke is that they're like, "I've received back pain in your future, waka waka." It's because she has large breasts. That's the joke. Waka waka. 
I laughed. You, you couldn't tell, but I did. Okay, oh, I just looked up the other woman who I thought had pretty big boobs, and she doesn't, so it's really just Tsunade. Yeah. Who's the other woman? I was thinking about um the Miz- Mizukage? Yeah, the Mizukage. Uh, she's the only female Kage at the time of the series. And like, you know, when the five Kage all get together and they're like fighting, she's mm-hmm. the only one who's a woman. Who's the Kage for um, leaves at that point? Well, that's the Hokage, and that was Tsunade, and then she was temporarily displaced by, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, the okay. Anzo? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Remember, he like stages a coup right. for a short period of time, and then he gets murdered, and then she's Kage again. Right. And he also makes a clone of the first Hokage who takes Sasuke's place in Squad 7. Squad 7? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I remember that? I, I know why I remember that. It's because I watched LPs of the Ultimate Ninja Storm games. Like, <laughs> I'll be the one to say it. Naruto's, like, it's got issues. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's pretty fun. It's, what's, your you, favorite, what's your favorite fight? I really like the pain fight. Just, just, just all of all of that whole arc where you just fight all the different pains. Oh, you mean where it should have ended because that was the natural uh, end point for the series. Yeah, like that's such a cool fight, and like I don't know. Then Naruto does some cool shit with like the fox boy and. It's dope. It has some really cool like set pieces and like attack designs. God, now I'm just remembering how terrible the finale of Naruto is. I experienced the end of Naruto. Actually, I didn't watch or read the ending to Naruto. I experienced it through the Ninja Storm games. Uh, <laughs> Which was dope, actually. I I guess those games so, are those games are so cool. So sp- spoilers for Naruto. Um, they beat they beat the big bad, and then it turns out that no, the big bad is really this other clone guy, and they beat him up, and it turns out that no, it was actually his mom, who's the rabbit on the moon, who invented chakra, who shows up and decides that all chakra should be hers. So she sticks everyone in a dream world, except Naruto and Sasuke get out somehow, and then they beat her. And then Naruto and Sasuke have a legitimately cool fight. I like how um, Sakura and uh, Kakashi also aren't taken in by the Moonjutsu, but then Sakura is just useless because... Uh, he doesn't know what to do with his female characters, and so she doesn't fight at all. Even though she has some really cool abilities that could probably do something awesome. Mm-hmm. What did? Why didn't Kakashi do anything? He was keeping Sakura alive. He got, I think, he got us disabled in some way, but I don't know. I haven't. He lost his eye power at some point, right? No, by that point, I think he got his eye power back with additional eye power. Oh. Uh... because I think at that point, um. Uh, what's his face? He gave him both eyes instead of just the one. It's been a long time. I don't remember. Also, yeah, that was, I heard that all through the game, which is wasn't near as detailed. <laughs> yeah. God, I I'm really curious how fucking 
So Naruto, for those who don't know, a big thing is that like certain bloodlines have eyes that let you do special magic shit. But you don't need to be of the bloodline to use the eye. You just need the eye in your head. So especially or in your body. Well, hold on. Kakashi couldn't utilize the full power of the Sharingan. He just had like the basic starter set with we with the, you know like the third wheel. No, but he got um the upgraded sets from uh what's his face? Uh god, what's his name? He was that, the like, one the one with the mask. Toby? Yeah, Toby. Tobito? Yeah, Tobito. He got um because Tobito was dying and he went, Take my eyes. You can have both of them this time. Happy birthday. Which it, it makes sense. Um and then he shows up and he he's probably saving soccer or someone else. Hmm. And then the fight against Sasuke and Naruto, from what I've seen of it, is legitimately pretty cool. Um because they need to undo the moon hypnosis jutsu, but Sasuke says he'll only do it if he can kill all the Hokage. And Naruto's like, no, fuck that. You're you're gonna undo it if I have to beat you and make you do it. And then they fight in a very symbolic place, and there's a lot of shenanigans that go on. One thing I always forget about Naruto is like they're in like modern day. Like, they have there's modern a, day technology. There's a gun in the first volume. No, we are not talking about the Naruto gun. We are not reopening this conversation. The gun exists! He do it! It's canon! There are guns in Naruto! I agree, but uh, we're gonna end this first episode here. Um, Imagine if there were gunjutsus. Yo! I, I would read that. Kishimoto I... is missing out on the th- cool things he could be doing. Uh, come back next week when we'll be talking <laughs> probably more about the gunjutsus and definitely about uh, modern manga that we're all reading. So, uh, thanks for watching. Believe it.